0: Great day, everybody. Welcome to the Breakthrough Podcast, Discovering New Pathways. Uh, this is brought to you by the Minority Business Development Agency and EDAC, the Entrepreneurial Development and Assistance Center at Morgan State University. I'm your host, Omar Mohammed. Over the next couple, uh, I'm going to say over the next six weeks, you'll have an opportunity to hear uh, from some of the speakers that participated in the Impact Conference. Yep, the Impact Conference took place uh, back in in March, I'm sorry, back in August, and you'll have an opportunity to hear from them. Uh, So it was the Ride Impact Conference from Idea to Manifestation. Uh, You'll have an opportunity to hear from some great uh, speakers, uh, from uh, Randy. Uh, Randy will talk to you, will share, not talk to you, but he'll share uh, his story of being a returning citizen and entrepreneur, and that's Randy Sanders. Uh, And then we'll hear from uh, Ramon Gunn, he'll share his uh, story of being an entrepreneur as well. And both Randy and Ramon will share their story on how the RIDE program helped them, the RIDE Entrepreneurship Bootcamp helped them along the way. Uh, and then you'll hear some research from Dr. Paul Archibald, uh, followed up with uh, Joe Jones. He's the CEO of the Center for Urban Families. Uh, then we have uh, a couple of entrepreneurs coming on board. Uh, Alan Upshur, he is the founder of Get Out and Stay Out. Uh, he is a returning citizen as well. He'll talk to you about his real estate uh, as well as being a real estate business as well as being an author as well. And then we'll end with Dr. Lorenzo Foxworth. He's the principal and CEO of The Leader Doc. Uh, so stay tuned for these great speakers. Uh, they'll share some great insights, insights, and nuggets for you to carry along in your business. And we'll also have our traditional uh, entrepreneurs coming on board and our resource providers. Uh, but we wanted to make sure that you got an opportunity to hear from those individuals who participated in the Impact Conference. So, with that said, you can continue to find us at Ride Small Biz on Facebook and Instagram. And past episodes can be found at edacmorgan.com. That's E-D-A-C, morgan.com. Thank you for tuning in. Until next time, continue discovering new pathways. Peace.
1: Those who don't know me, my name is Alan Upshur, um, West Baltimore, 33 years old, been here my whole entire life, and um, I really want to start from a place of where my my biggest struggles came, because that's really like the guiding platform for me even being here today and how I'm sharing my story to uplift those, um, and it really started from a place of me being incarcerated, so I got incarcerated at the age of 18, um, Now I caught a. You know, a robbery charge at the age, being young and dumb, being around the wrong choice of friends. Um, college student broke, wanted some money and, you know, just went about it all the wrong ways. And um, when I first went in prison, the big thing for me was I was just focused on just getting out. You know, I didn't really embrace what I've done so much. It was just a simple fact of, you know, it was a thrill. I got incarcerated. It's my first time incarcerated. And I just really focused on just wanting to get out. Um, and I did, you know, I did. I had a three-year sentence did 18 and a half months. And when I came home from that 18 and a half months, I actually went back to college. And instead of me, like, really embracing me being in there from what I've learned, um, I felt like I could do things a different way. So instead of robbing this time, I decided to sell drugs. The irony of me selling drugs was someone tried to rob me. I, st- I stabbed him, and now I got attempted murder. So now I'm in there facing life at this time. So now, mentally, while I'm in there, I end up getting an 11-year sentence. And while I was incarcerated, my mindset started thinking a little differently as opposed to not just getting out, but getting out and stay out. So I actually wrote that on the paper one day, get out and stay out when I was incarcerated. And like the mantra of it all just stuck with me. When I was in there, I studied Buddhism and um, a lot of different religions looking for, searching for peace. But um, with Buddhism, I actually started studying and learning mantras, things that you say that give off good energy. And with that saying, so, which means get out and stay out, that was my way of staying focused, embracing where I'm at, embracing my pain and learning how I can do things a better way so I won't go back. So when I came home from incarceration, while I was in there, the second go, go around, I actually started educating myself, um, learning myself. Realizing that instead of searching outward for things, you got to search inward for things. And I had started a business called Go So, Get Out and Stay Out. It was a t shirt brand, and it was a constant reminder for me to have this symbol, have this mantra for all walks of life who've been through negative situations. Because even though I was incarcerated, I feel like in all our lives, we have some form of incarceration, whether it be from unhealthy eating habits. Or wrong choice of friends Or procrastination So I used this brand as a way to not only Keep myself out of Incarceration or out of negative situations But for the world to do the same And with that I learned a lot of things As, in, as involved in like Learning how to create an LLC um, Starting a non-profit And it was like a blueprint And it was a guide for me To help others along the way Because um, I seen the importance Of people who especially have been incarcerated, the importance of entrepreneurship, the importance of, you know, a lot of them that was selling drugs will have these entrepreneurship capabilities, but not really knowing how to do that. You know, so I kind of like made it a lifelong thing for me to not only educate myself, but educate others who don't want to go back, whether it's incarceration or any negative circumstances in life. So I pride myself on that every single day. And um, now to this day, I'm a licensed realtor, Um, actually a a licensed team leader now. Um, I have six other realtors on my team. Uh, I've been home from incarceration for going on seven years. I've sold over 260 houses in my career. Um, I'm also a licensed loan officer. I've sold over $10 million in in mortgages. So I do that. I just got licensed in D.C., um, I'm pending Florida. I'm licensed in Maryland as well in that, and I'll be licensed in Virginia next week. So it's just a matter of just keep going forward and having mentors like Omar and people in your life because without mentors, you don't really have that guidance. It's like you could try to figure it out on your own, but the thing about figuring out on your own is, especially when you have a criminal record, you know, you getting frustrated could lead to, you know, drinking too much or going back to the wrong choice of friends or even back incarcerated. So, number one in businesses, you definitely have to have a mentor that can relate to you in the field that you're trying to have it in. So, I do want to stop there for anybody that has any questions um, about anything that i said so far. I don't know if y'all can hear me
2: you have any questions, feel free to please type them in the chat area. If you can't uh, talk, Um, we just have some great, uh, powerful Alan and remember his organization is get out, stay out. Um, One question was, uh, what was your hardest first step? Alan?
1: it was the battle with myself. It was the self. It was It was telling myself I can come home from being incarcerated for a second time and be successful. That was really hard for me because I was surrounded by people who really had gave up for the most part. I was in Cumberland in the mountains. You know, I had the lowest amount of time. I had 11 years. The next person next to me had like 35 years, 40 years. So a lot of them already accepted the fact that, hey, this is where I'm going to be at. This is what my life entails. Let me just ride with the wave. And the scariest thing about being, incarcer- being incarcerated is getting used to it. Because when you're used to it, you don't see hope anymore. You just see what's around you and you just, you know, you go through the motions, you go through the day. So the hardest part was getting out of my own way. And that was actually a book that I read that was called that, um, I think his name was Robert Cooper that wrote it. And it was actually seeing the vision. You know, like faith without works is dead. So to be able to have the, to have the vision by writing it down for me, other people do things different, but I I had to write it down and I had to see it. I had to, had to see to know that I could get through that. And a quote that really helped me was your thoughts are your reality. Your thoughts don't become your reality. Some people believe that your thoughts become your reality, but. Once you think something, it is your reality, you know, and when I started looking at life that way, it made me keep positive thoughts in my mind. Because if I think this, this is what it is, you know, for example, if you want to be a successful business owner, you have to think that you are one and you can become one because then your actions will guide what your thoughts have. So to answer the question that was getting out of my own way and telling myself that I can be successful. Even though around me physically at this time, I'm surrounded by despair. I'm surrounded by, you know, a life that I don't want to be at currently. And I use that as a driving force and real estate just happened to work so well for me because I use that with every one of my clients when I sell houses. I know if you're selling a house or buying a house, You're somewhere currently that you do not want to be at, and you want to get somewhere better. Because ideally, that's what I did when I was incarcerated. I was somewhere I didn't want to be at. I was in a form of real estate that I didn't want to be at, and I had to make the steps to be able to get to a better place. And that's how I, every client that I work with, I kind of have that in my mind. Like, you know what, they want to be somewhere that they don't want to be at anymore. They want to get out and stay out from where they was, and they want to get to a better place. And that's how I work with all my clients. Um, a- another obstacle that I did face when I came home and I did get my real estate license, license they denied me the first time because of my record, but I kept fighting. So anybody that does want to get in the real estate business or businesses that require you to go in front of a board because of your criminal record, what I recommend is this. I recommend between a nine to a year blueprint of, doing community service. Because what helped me get my real estate license was I did a lot of motivational speaking. I did a lot of events prior to going up for my real estate license. Because when I went in front of the board, they asked me, why should we give you your real estate license? Mm
2: -hmm. And I had
1: evidence of everything that I've done since I came home from incarceration. I overwhelmed them. I had about 200 letters from friends and family and references. I had about 50 places that I spoke to and had letters backing that. So I kind of took the court mentality because when you go to court and you're trying to defend yourself, you have to have evidence to show why you're not guilty. So I did the same concept when I went in front of the board, showing them why I should get it. And not only am I saying it out my mouth, here's the evidence. Here's the proof that I did work with Under Armour. Here's the proof that I worked with this church. Here's the proof that I've done this. And I showed a chronological time frame of what I've done and why I should get my real estate license. The first reason why I should get it is because education-wise, I passed the test, which is one of the requirements that y'all want. Second, I'm showing that my character has changed from where I used to be and how I used to live. So that ideally got me in the door. And not only did it get me in the door, my best friend who also was incarcerated is in the door. My other best friend who was incarcerated got through the door. So I know the blueprint may not work for everyone, but the success that I've had for people that had criminal records who now are licensed realtors and are doing well has worked. So I'm grateful for that. You know
2: that's that's excellent. Um and I guess you might have answered I'm gonna I just went to the QA. I just wanted to make sure we answered the question was okay. that why did you get involved in real estate? I think you kind of answered that.
1: A little bit um so my father was my first uh influence on that i seen him be a realtor and it's funny because when he got his real estate license and i was in high school when i would get suspended from high school my dad would make me do work in his investment properties and i would be in there all day like damn dad you got me in here again you know fixing stuff in the properties and at the time you know i didn't think nothing of it i looked at it like it was punishment but in all actuality, he was building me up to now be a real estate investor. You know, I have three properties now to this day. So I'm thankful for that. Um, you know, as a child, you know, playing Monopoly. I'm like, damn, dad, we always playing Monopoly. And now I'm actually living like Monopoly to a degree. You know, so uh, I, I owe it to my dad. He's the one that actually put it in front of me. And at 18, I didn't take it serious. And I ended up getting incarcerated, crazy enough. Um, but then when I was incarcerated, I was like, you know what? Real estate is for me because it's flexible. Um, I can move where I want to move at. Um, I don't, I'm don't. i my own boss. I'm an independent contractor. And it has a lot of correlations from when I was selling drugs because I used to like to sell drugs. So it, it was a legal hustle for me. It was clean. The money that I can make you know, can supersede that of what a successful drug dealer can make. And I can be free. And I'm helping the community. So it just made sense for me and it was like my redemption so that's why I got into real estate
2: Excellent and one last question and final um words what would you say to someone who wanted to get out and stay out
1: Mentorship positive mentorship but not just positive mentorship somebody that has got out of your situation that you can relate to gotta stick with them and then when you stick with them you find two or three more just like that. Because we have this false reality to think that nobody has been through what we've been through and made it out successful. And that's just a damn lie. You know, we got to seek it. We got to find somebody we can relate to. That's the key. It can't just be any mentor because you can have a mentor in real estate or a mentor in whatever career that you're trying to accomplish. But if you can't relate to them on a personal level, or you all can't share a certain type of pain it's going to be hard for you to not just relate to them, but to take them serious and respect them. So finding a positive mentor that she can relate to is the advice that I would give for somebody to get out and stay out.
2: Awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you so much, Alan. Um, thank you for working through the technical difficulties because this information definitely needed to be heard. Um, I just want to thank you for joining us today. Does anyone have any additional questions? Just wait a second. And uh, while we're waiting, just keep in mind that uh, we will be sending this out in a couple of weeks that you'll have access to it. So if you came in late or you know someone who definitely needs this information, uh, we will be sending out the links to that. Vernon, did you have any last words?
0: Yes, I just want to thank you, Alan, for being here, man, and sharing,
1: sharing your story, um, sharing your testimony, really, and just being inspirational for those who who, are, who aren't saying anything and, and kind of sitting in the wings and has a similar story or experience that you have, but, uh, you know, really needed some type of spark to move forward. So I appreciate that, man. The only other question I would have, is if you could answer this briefly, if you could answer this briefly, like what would you first say to somebody who just came home, you know, and they wanted to get going? I would say, don't rush it. Uh, I know a lot of times we will come home and they try to rush the speed and try to Mm -hmm. do everything at one time. Mm -hmm. Gotta take one step at a time. Thank you, man. That's powerful. I appreciate you for your availability and for your choice words today, man. Most definitely.
2: Got it, definitely. Thank you, Alan. Yeah. Okay, in a few minutes, we'll be starting the next session. If you click on the section, session section, It's the crossover from the block to the boardroom with Mr. Joe Jones. We'll see you in about a minute.